Welcome to the Human Being Unleashed podcast, where we redefine, realign, and reimagine what it means to be human so that you can live a life with the health, wealth, and relationships that are inherently yours. You know how you just, um, how you meet somebody that you don't know, but you feel like you know them? Like when you meet them, you're just like extremely comfortable, like the same kind of ease you feel when you're probably around high school friends or just, you know, friends you're really, really close with. And um, when you have that same ease with the new person that you meet. Right. And um, that's how it was with this amazing guest I have on today. Um, you know, Polina Groman is a business coach for entrepreneurs, for entrepreneurial women. She helps them really step into their power and create what she likes to call fuck yes freedom. Let me just say Polina is a the definition of a powerhouse woman. I mean, her story is extremely inspiring, literally. Um, it's just crazy to think that she is where she is today because of a pair of shoes. And you're going to see exactly what I mean inside of this episode. She's going to be breaking down some of the biggest mistakes entrepreneurs are making, some of the biggest things that entrepreneurs are not considering when it comes to growing their business. And honestly, this entire conversation is very enlightening. And we can just say it's a conscious perspective of entrepreneurship. And, um, you know, something special about Polina is as a business coach, it's not just strategy with her. Um, it comes down to the energetics and understanding the energetics of business. And, um, you know, with all that being said, all I can say is this conversation, I cannot do it any justice by introing her in any other way other than just starting this podcast episode. So sit back, relax, and don't forget to check the show notes for some super amazing giveaways. Okay, Polina. So by the way, before we keep going, I've been wanting to ask you this. Am I saying it right? Is it Paulina or like Paulina? Yes. Paulina. Yes, All right. I'm yes. getting you right. Okay. All right. Awesome. So you're good. Polina. You're good. <laughs> so we have uh, first and foremost, we have been chatting for a you know for a couple of months now. But throughout that, us getting to know each other. One of the things that you've mentioned is your 17 years, 17 to a little, probably more now of entrepreneurial experience. So can you just take me back 17 years ago and kind of let me know, um, you know, how all of this really started for you and how you got into entrepreneurship? Because I think that'll give the listeners a really good idea of a little bit more about, you know, who you are and all of that. Sure, it's actually been two decades now. It's been 20 years. 20, oh my God. So yeah. I was wrong, 20 years, guys. 20 yeah, years. close, close. Uh, it all started when um, when I was in high school. I was 15 years old. I came home and I asked my dad if he could buy me a pair of Nike sneakers. And he said, how much do they cost? And I said, 90 bucks. I remember this conversation like it was yesterday. And uh, he was like, $90. He sat me down, he looked at me and he goes, look, I will never have a $90 pair of sneakers ever. Neither will you. We're not those people. We're immigrants. And uh, you have to look at the fact that, you know, we immigrated here. We're not starving. We should be grateful, but we're never going to have that. So just get it out of your head. Stop looking at other kids. You should be grateful that we have anything to eat and we have a place to live. I went to sleep that night. I cried myself to sleep and I said, I want to have that. I'm a good person. Why can't I have that? I came to school the next day and asked my guidance counselor, how come other kids have things and I don't? What can I do? And she said, well, you could get a job. I was like, what? I could get a job? Really? How? So she walked me through how I could get a job after school. Wait, so that was exciting for you? The idea oh that God, you can get was, a job? It was mind-blowing exciting because I really thought, you know, like, what can I do? I'm just, you know, a kid. My parents constantly work. I can't do anything. And you were 15 at the time, you yep. said. Okay. Yep. And uh, I got a job at McDonald's. Uh, still live in a similar neighborhood uh, to where I used to live, but uh, but in a clo close to that McDonald's. I take my kids by it now and tell them the story. Uh, I was working the graveyard shift. It took me two months. I got myself those sneakers. It was one of my proudest accomplishments in my life. 
because that pair of sneakers changed the trajectory of my life because I realized that I could get what I want, even though there's no evidence of it, even though my family clearly tells me that I cannot and I never can. Those sneakers meant everything to me. You know, I wish I would have, I worn them out. I wish I would have just framed them. Yeah, I was to say, that would have been really cool if you could have saved those sneakers and put them up somewhere nice. Yeah, so it all began, it all began there. And what I also understood was that uh, something in me just knew that I wasn't regular like everyone else. And there was this little, little tiny belief that I meant to do something different and something big. Again, even though there was no evidence of that whatsoever, uh, school was really hard for me. I had ADD, I hated college. And my parents' idea was that they brought me to this country for a better life, right? And I have to go to college, that's the only way. I got an internship on Wall Street and that summer I made more money than both of my parents. I came home and I said, I'm dropping out of school. I might as well have killed my parents when I said that to them because their whole perception was that there's there there's college and there's nothing else. Mm. And they told me that if I choose to do that, that uh, we basically have no relationship anymore and I need to move out of the house. And I just didn't understand why because work was fun for me. Yes, it was really hard work. There was no women working where I was working. I'm curious, hard. how did you get how did you get that internship? I just applied. That was it. Like just that, that was, was it. it. Yeah, hmm. it, it was it was it was free. I didn't apply for a paid internship, yeah. but uh, I was I was pretty good on the phones and I was making commission basically. And uh, I didn't, you know, I just wanted to see what is this place Wall Street that I saw on TV where it looked like they were printing money there, and I didn't understand why everybody else wasn't running there. So I just wanted to try it, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes ignorance is bliss, right? And uh, yeah, I, I left home and uh, that's when it all started. And being a Wall Street really starting to understand the financial markets. I met a lot of people that were entrepreneurs and I started just learning everything that I can observe, absorbing like a sponge because I saw that, you know, people were happy and they were healthy and they were living completely different type of life that I lived my whole life. And I wanted that more than anything else. And I was willing to do anything. I was willing to outwork anyone just to get that. And that's what I did. Hmm. That's how it all started. Okay. So it all started with you. Basically, what I'm hearing is realizing or your mind becoming aware of an entire new idea, an entire new like world. And you just kind of chasing that level of curiosity, right? Okay. Yeah. So that's interesting. Now, what was the first business you started? How did you like get into do- doing your own thing? When was it that you decided, you know, I, I'm good at making money in Wall Street. Maybe I can do my own thing. Like, where did that, where did that come about? So after September 11th, a lot of regulations changed, things that we could say on the phone, the way that we were taught to pitch. So it, it got a lot harder to do what I, what I knew how to do. And uh, I got into finance, into mortgages because I was, you know, I came from the finance world from Wall Street. So it was an easy transition, real estate, mortgages, financing, because it was just like a natural progression. I understood it. It was, and again, I was accustomed to working in commission-based, you know, environments. That was a good environment to transition to. And um, my first uh, business was working with uh, my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, where we were both working in a mortgage company and we decided to take over that company basically and to buy it because we were running it and the owner, the owner was tired. He was old and uh, he did just wasn't interested anymore. And we kind of just jumped into it, not knowing what we were jumping into. And that was your first business. Was that his first business too? No, it wasn't his first business, but it was definitely my, yeah. Okay. And so that was your first business and that's what led you into being an entrepreneur. Yep. Now, where did this coaching side come in? Where did this, because you've been doing this coaching for a bit now and um, that's what you're doing today. So where did this start to come in? So coaching was really interested. I think I've uh, coached through many lifetimes, if that makes any sense. Even when I was a kid, kids would just gravitate toward me, ask me questions and somehow I could just help them. I don't know where it Mm. came from. Okay. It's a natural God-given ability. 
as I became more successful, women would reach out to me by referrals and I would be like, how are you doing this? How did you raise money for this? Or like, how is this happening? Uh, can you help me do the same thing? Oh, you were attracting a lot of women. Yeah, oh. always. Uh, I didn't want to work with men because I've always worked in male dominated businesses and I felt, uh, it was a hobby. So I felt if I'm going to dedicate my time and energy, I want to help other women because there are no women helping women. So that's sort of, you know, mm. where, where it started and it evolved to, uh, me taking a really major business loss about four or five years ago in a tune of a $1.5 million. And I realized that I don't want to focus on building other companies anymore. I really want to focus on helping other women because that's what I love doing more than anything else. And that's where it started evolving into, okay, now I'm going to transition this from a hobby that I was doing out of my heart to a full-fledged business where it's not, it was personal for me. It still is. It's really personal because I believe that women are still so undervalued in their own eyes. So to give you some statistics, Women control 85% of consumer buying power. That means not influencers, but women control what the market buys across every uh-huh. industry. Yeah. We uh, outperform male-run hedge funds two to one. And again, there's nothing wrong with men. Men are phenomenal. So yeah, men but this is just women. looking at it objectively. Yeah. Right. Women that run countries don't go to war. And if you look at countries that are ran by women, especially during COVID, you would see how much quicker things got solved because women don't just strategically think. They're really phenomenal at using their gut. And when they understand how to use their intuition, they can invest in things and move very quickly. And that's a superpower that most women don't know how to harness because they were never taught, right? So imagine if I told you, if... uh, you know how to tap into your intuition and you're playing in the stock market, your odds are 50% higher in your favor. You'll be like, oh my God, how do I learn to do that and make more money, right? Mm. But nobody really speaks about that because it's still very much taboo to say something like that, especially to a woman because women want equality, right? We've been fighting for this equality. The truth is men and women are not equal. And a lot of women don't want to hear that. We're not equal, have very different skill sets. Instead of competing for equality, I think that we need to stand in our power and complement each other. That's when big, big things happen, right? So if you look at revolutionaries like Elon Musk, right? Elon could have very easily stayed in the, you know, venture capital world with PayPal, with just raising money, he could have stayed, you know, in that space. He was extremely successful, right? But Elon wanted to go to the moon right? Because there was a child inside of him that felt that that mission and that vision is so big. He still hasn't accomplished it fully just yet, right? Taking people to the moon. However, he was able to raise so much money because he took people on that mission with him. He future paced us, right? Women are phenomenal at doing that through storytelling, through their natural wisdom, right? They don't know how to harness that ability. So for me, coaching is not just Here's a strategy, go do this. Yes, it's all part of that. But it's so much more. It's really showing women the skill sets that they already have inside of them that today, this moment, without doing anything extra, they could double their revenue. And when I say that, most people are like, but how? Where's the how? Is it? Is it like, what's the strategy? Is, the, is it the webinar? Are you going to show me the conversions? Is it? Is it, you know... Uh, are you going to help me craft my story so I could sell more from the stage without sounding salesy? I can, sure, absolutely. But that's not what you need. That's not an edge, right? What you need to realize, especially as a woman, that your edge, there's something inside of you that's innately different from anything else that anybody has ever seen. When you have the courage and the resilience to shut down the chatter of your own mind, shut down the outside noise of what you need to do and ask yourself, what is that one thing about me that's so different, that's so unique? Like if you wake me up in the middle of the night that I could just speak about it for hours, that's it. That, that, that's your thing that nobody else can ever copy because it's never going to be spoken in a way that you would speak about it, right? So if you woke me up in the middle of the night 
and you were like, Polina, there's hundreds of different kinds of women in a room. Can you show them how different they are so they could make more money? Or can you show them how different they are so they could go on a healing journey and realize how fucking awesome they are? Done. I don't need any preparation. Put me in that room. It's done. It's done with my eyes closed because that's my gift. I show people their potential before they see it because they're conditioned not to see it, right? Mm, Every woman yeah. has that gift. Every one of us. Part of understanding feminine essence is not candles and sunshine, even though that's very important. But part of being feminine is, is understanding your power. You have a lot, a lot of power that you could harness, whether to make money, whether to heal this planet, whether to educate children in a different way. Women have that power and we just don't know how to bring Why that up. Why do you up. think? Because you, you said you said we were kind of um, conditioned out of it, right? What, what do you mean by that when you say we're conditioned out for of it? For generations, not? for generations, women were taught it was our job to nurture everybody. We birthed babies. If a woman couldn't have a child, she was no good to society, right? So we lived in villages as, as women. We raised other ki kids, our kids. We made sure that everything ran smooth. We were behind the scenes, right? So it's the conditioning that's, the, that's running through our veins is we need to stand in the background. We need to be quiet. Mm. We need to help everyone. We need to, there's so many people that we want to help, right? Because we're givers, we're nurturers. The problem is that Today, a woman is not only that. She could be that. She could be the nurturer. She could be the mother. But she could also be the huntress. She could go make millions of dollars. And there's way, uh, there's so much evidence of that, that it's like almost funny when someone says, I can't, why not? What do you think that other woman has that you don't? Oh, I'm not as X, Y, Z, says who, right? So we're conditioned to stay small, right? When we go to school, school teaches us to be workers, Right study for this test it's useless facts but show us that you could retain information so we can give you more useless facts for you to retain yeah. and in the process you forget how powerful you are it works for men too it, it's just with men it works a little bit different because men are typically supported by their peers right so if you look at any sports right you go to a town where they play football they play hockey the whole town rallies around the sports right to support the people that play sports are they're usually boys, right? Women, if you think about ballet, if you think about gymnastics, oh, nobody's yeah. nobody's rallying around them. It's very divided. It's very like, don't share anything with this woman. She's going to steal your spotlight. Keep to yourself. Keep quiet. Keep your head down. Don't, you, you know what I mean? So the isolation mm, yeah. for women happens very early on. And yeah. nobody teaches you how to decondition that. And then we wonder, why don't we have supportive girlfriends? Why don't we have a circle of people to uplift us as women, right? Because we don't have that since childhood and we're taught to be very cautious. We're taught to be very leery. We're taught to be very jaded, right? So when I say to decondition yourself, because if you remember who you are at your core, right? You're, you're none of those things. You can be anything that you want to be. And I know it sounds really cliche, like how can I be anything that I want to be? Well, how am I anything that I want to be, right? I was an immigrant, didn't speak a word of English. I dropped out of college. I had severe ADD, barely graduated high school, ostracized by my family. I mean, I could go on and on, healed myself from a, from an illness where every doctor told me that oh, it's going to get progressively worse. You know, am I still working on myself? 100%. Is there still so much to, to, to decondition for me personally? 100%. But I think that mindset piece is so crucial because most people are looking for the how, right? It's how do I do this? Like, how do I figure this out? Who can I hire, right? But the truth is everything that you need is inside of you. Do you need more skill sets? Maybe, maybe. I'm not saying you don't need a skill set, but what I'm saying is it's not that skill set that's going to take you to the moon, so to speak. It's the understanding and the belief that you already have everything inside of you, right? Like you're already, you're already the Lamborghini, right? Maybe you don't know how to drive stick shift yet. Maybe <laughs> that's the skill set that you need, right? 
because, and I spoke at an event of, of, about this and you will be shocked how many people raised their hand. I said, if I right now, and I was holding keys to a Lamborghini, if I right now said, who wants these keys? How many people want it? Everybody in the room raised their hand. Everybody wants it, right? How many people know how to drive stick shift? Maybe 10% of people raise their hands. So think about it. We spend so many years of our lives beating ourselves up. I want this. When I get this, I'll be happy. Whatever it is, whether it's Lamborghini, the house, the relationship, whatever it is, right? We're chasing it. I want it. I want it. I want it. Can you drive it off the lot? I'm giving it to you here. Most people can't. Yeah. I, uh, unfortunately, I wouldn't be able to. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta learn how to drive stick. Well, let, let me ask you. Let me ask you this question real quick. Let's, because you're hitting on something where it sounds like what you're saying is what's missing from the coaching industry, or yeah, we can just say this is um, there's not a heavy enough focus on what actually matters. And it sounds like what you're saying is mindset is more important than strategy. Is that right? I think it's a combination and you have to be really honest with yourself and why you're doing this, how you're doing this and who you're doing this for. And I'll just really quickly break that down. If you're in the coaching industry just to make money, like if you don't give a fuck about people, if you're the type of person of like, yeah, like I like to chat, I just want to make money, leave. There's, I'm being honest with you. There's easier ways to make money, right? There, there, there really are. After being in seven different industries, starting them from scratch, I could tell you there's easier ways to make money. If you're not all in for really helping someone heal, if you're not all in for holding space for someone, if you're not all in because that's not your jam, that this is not the industry for you. Affiliate marketing is a lot simpler, a lot, because you can sell somebody else's product. You don't need to interact with people. You don't need to trust yourself out. You just need to learn certain marketing skills and you will make money, 100% guarantee, right? So number one, why are you doing this? And be really honest with yourself. Number two, who are you doing this for, right? So if you're just doing this for you, if you're like, yes, I like people, but the truth is I just want to make money. I'm really not looking at the bigger picture. Well, again, is Jeff Bezos just in business just to put out Walmart? Initially, maybe, but not really. Jeff Bezos is in business for world domination. Across every industry, that's why he started when he was packing boxes on his knees in his basement. He already had a lot of money, but it was world domination, right? Elon Musk changing the trajectory of human beings and, and having them go to Mars and accomplish things that are humanly impossible, right? Virgin Atlantic. I mean, I could go on and on and on, right? So if you look at visionaries, they're not doing this because me, 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 look at me. It has to be much bigger than you, right? So if there's no real calling where you're like, this is bigger than me, like I'm looking to really do something so big that I don't even understand it yet, then again, you're in the wrong industry. And maybe things are really difficult because you, you're salmon swimming upstream, right? So Radical honesty with yourself. Who are you really doing this for? Do you really give a fuck? And if the two answers are yes, then unfortunately, it's not. If you were building a store, if you were building out a restaurant, it's very easy because there's so many restaurants that have, have been built historically, right? Just to get a blueprint from a consultant, right? That built restaurants in the past. And you can follow every single strategy that they give you but it doesn't mean that you're going to succeed because there's other factors. Your location, uh, the type of food you're putting out, there's still other factors besides the guaranteed blueprints that work, oh, right? Yeah. The industry doesn't talk to you about that because the industry is about numbers. What I see a lot of people are doing is it's it's a numbers game, right? If my conversions are this, if I sell enough products on this, me personally, I always go against the grain because if you want to do anything big, you have to think bigger right? The way that you do that is very simple. If you want to grow any business, coaching or any business, right? You either enroll more customers or you capitalize on the customers that you have, right? That's it. So if we understand those matrix, 
instead of constantly looking for customers, why aren't we raising our prices? Why aren't we working with the select few people that we know for a fact that we can help in the middle of the night without a shadow of a doubt? Because we don't trust ourselves. Because the industry is preaching to us that we need to have a downsell and upsell and everything in between. At some point, Wait, yes. real quick, when you say we don't trust ourselves, I feel like people say that a lot and some people don't really consider what that means. When you say not trusting yourself, what can you elaborate? Sure. So when I say to someone, do you trust yourself that you're the best in the business? Even if a person says yes, there's a body language of like, fuck no. Oh, uh, yeah. There's so many people that are more successful. I mean, the best means like, am I? No, I'm not making enough money to say that. But guess what? Your customers are not your business partners. They're not coming to you to look at your bank account. Even if you're a business coach, right? They're not like, yes, you could show them numbers. It's all wonderful. But the truth is, in any business transaction, you're either transactional or relational. Are people coming to you just because you flash a shiny object to them? Or do you trust yourself that you know, without a shadow of a doubt, that you could help someone? And you will consistently up your skills because you're that Lamborghini, right? And you want to fuel yourself up with the best fuel. Trusting yourself is knowing if you're a health coach, right? Knowing that you care more about health than anything else. And you're constantly upping your game and bringing that to your customers, right? That you're walking the walk, that you're talking the talk, that you're not full of shit, that you're not saying how important health is and then smoking a cigarette when no one is watching you. And let me tell you, I've worked with a couple of influencers where that was the case. We wonder why we're down. We wonder why things are not floating to us. Like, I'm going to tell you a personal breakthrough that I recently have after having a session with you. Yeah, Is go that ahead. Yeah, that'll be, yeah, guys. So another spoiler alert. She had a, she we and her work together. So um, that's another thing. But go ahead. Elaborate on that. It's. I have been focusing so much on the business strategy of helping my clients with a business where it's on my heart to bring more women to retreats. It's on my heart to incorporate the healing, the mindset piece with the strategy piece. And I wasn't leading with that piece because at some point of my development in business, I believe that people pay for business, that not a lot of people would want to invest in themselves. And I'm like, what kind of fucking visionary am I if I don't trigger people to see that that's what they need? That's helping me. I'm about to give myself on March 8th, I decided that I'm going to try my first microdosing experience. I'm, a, I'm about to go to a different country with a person that I met online that I had an intimate connection with, and she's going to take me through this journey. I am fucking scared out of my mind. I'm going to say, because I remember you telling me, like, you, you've always been a little off about these. Yes, I'm scared out of my mind. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know anything. But I trust myself that there's still layers that I want to shed. I want to forgive more. I want to love more. Because the more that I do that, the more people I will help without a shadow mm. of a doubt. So trusting yourself is is... Not so much about, did you make the most amount of money? Guess what? You're never going to make the most amount of money because there's always going to be somebody that's richer than you. There's always going to be someone that's more at every level. Even when you're at eight figures, there's going to be someone at nine. Even when you are at the top of your game and you have a best-selling book and blah, blah, there's still going to be someone. So that's not evidence against you. That's actually evidence for you. That's to show you that if that person did it, it's available to you. That's that's God's source universe showing you, hey, this is not for you to put yourself down and say, why am I not there? This is to show you, you want it, go get it. This person got it, so can you. Mm. That's what trust is. Trust is not about, man, am I really the best? Am I really all of that? Trust is, are you the best version of yourself today? Are you willing to become better? Michael Jordan always spoke about that, that he wasn't the most athletic. He just practiced uh, much more than other people. And even though he was amazing at the game, he was a horrible coach. When he tried yeah. coaching people, he would be like, I'm a, I'm a horrible coach. And he didn't want to get the skill set to teach other people. So that's why he's not coaching people. I mean, can you imagine how much money he could have made coaching people? Yeah, but he trusted himself enough to know that, hey, look, that's just not my thing. And hey. no, I understand. So let's switch gears here for a second. 
And before our conversation, when you were chatting for a couple of minutes, and you said something that I wrote down, and I'd like to kind of hear what you um, hear what you say about this. You said, we are going through a financial and wealth shift, like bigger than we've ever seen before in current times. What do you mean by that? Okay, well, we're going through a spiritual shift actually today because it's 222. Oh, yeah. You know what? I actually read something about this day and about like how we'll never see this level of frequent. I don't know something about so- it. What's happening today is energetically, it's a reshift of energy. So if there's anything on your heart that you're ready to let go, if there's anything on your heart that you know you want to release, like you're done with that. And we may think like, I'm done with a relationship or I'm done with a business or I'm done with struggling or I'm done with, but it's really deeper than that. It's really being done with not forgiving yourself because every time you failed, there's a part of you that needs to forgive yourself. Every time you hurt someone, mm. there's a part of you that needs to say to yourself, that's okay, you, you did the best you could. Every time you fucked up somewhere, there's a little fragment inside of you that just wants to be, just wants to be honored like a child, right? So if a child broke a vase, right? One parent may scream and go nuts. Another parent may be like, look, I'm upset. That's okay. Just a vase, right? So what's happening today, and I urge you to do this, is write down absolutely everything that has hurt you. Every person, the way that you hurt yourself, every disappointment, anything that that comes to you. Is it going to be uncomfortable? Yes. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable to bring up those feelings. But you write it all out. Get it out of your system. Because energetically, the planets are aligning for you to manifest something. And to manifest it quick. But every piece of you that doesn't like you, that doesn't see you as beautiful, that doesn't see you as smart. Every piece of us that doesn't believe that we are a piece of God walking in the flesh is preventing you from having what you want. And no, it's not, I used to fight this. I used to say, this is bullshit. Just give me more strategy. I got this. You know what I mean? And until I got diagnosed with a rare illness that no doctor can figure out, I went to the best doctors in the country. I live in New York. I traveled everywhere that you could think of. Every doctor told me I'm going to get progressively worse. There's no way I could get better. What, what was going on? If you don't mind me asking, because we've never I woke up one day. That. I woke up one day. My body was just breaking out. I, I'm not allergic to anything. I was swollen. I was just covered in these like red spots and, and I was in pain. And I'm like, oh my God, maybe I eat something. Maybe I'm allergic yeah, yeah. to something. Everybody was like, no, you're not allergic. I took all these blood tests, all these tests. And then doctors started telling me you have this rare disease. It comes from the blood. We're, we're very sorry, but it's going to get worse. You need to immediately go on really heavy steroids. And I just had my first child at the time. And I knew that if I would do that, I would shut down my immune system and I wouldn't really be able to have more kids. So I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. And everybody in my family was like, what are you, crazy? It got, it got to a point where I couldn't wear a T-shirt. It got to a point where I was in so much pain, I couldn't get out of bed. And oh uh, there was no support because Holy people were shit. like, you did this to yourself. Just go take the medicine. The doctors are telling you. But something inside of me was like, no. Okay, so it was like an internal like feeling of like, I should not take that medicine. Yes, it, it was no. And, you know, what I'm going to say is going to sound extremely crazy. And it's not going to make any sense. This, but, this whole ep- this whole podcast a uh, show makes zero sense though so, <laughs> more than welcome. Um, I um, uh, since I was a little girl, I dreamed of having a wedding. Just it was my dream of being a bride, and I never had a chance to do that. I was officially married, but I never had a wedding. Oh, okay. And until I gave myself that wedding, my body didn't heal. And it would be like, are you insane? Like the best doctor in Yale just told you you need to go on medication and you want to plan a wedding? People were like, you need to go see a psychiatrist. Like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, look, I could always get on that medication, right? It's not going anywhere. It's available to me. And my husband at the time was like, what are you crazy? Why do you want to spend money on this? Like, we're already married. This is really stupid. And I'm like, "Please, (laughs) please, let me just give this to myself. He was like, okay. I organized the wedding of my dreams. You know, like every woman can relate to this since we're a little girl again because of how we're conditioned. We know what dress we want. We know, we just know. I organized the most elaborate, beautiful wedding that like you could think of. 
And I went into this whole journey of like, who am I? Because all I knew was I'm a hustler. I know how to outwork everyone. I never taken a break. I worked like a crazy person for 15 years. I had nosebleeds, migraines, insomnia. And I just thought everybody has that. If you're a high performer, don't complain. That's what I was taught on Wall Street, right? If you want to play with the big boys, don't don't cry like a little girl. That was the motto. So that's how I operated. Uh, the hard, gave myself, hustle mentality. I gave myself the wedding. I got certified as a holistic nutritionist. I started studying Kabbalah and ancient wisdom. And my body started healing. It didn't happen overnight. It took two years. And then another year for it to fully, you know, go into a state where but I But it am did sick. something that the doctor said it wouldn't do, yes. which is progress yes, not and in a million better. Years. I came back to the same doctors with my new blood work that told me that there's no way. And they just said it, it was a miracle. That there's, there's no explanation for it. So my point is, every one of us has this. If I could heal myself from a disease, you're telling me that you can't live a life of your dreams? This is the evidence. I'm sharing this because it's not unique to me. There's nothing different about me than there is about any other human being. You have exactly the same thing inside of you, but coded differently with a different gift, right? Mm. The reason why we get depressed and the reason why we suffer, and I'm literally uprooting my whole life right now. I'm moving to a different state. I'm going through a separation. I am not saying life is perfect, but there's something inside of you that's dying to be different. Please listen. Mm. If you take anything away from this, business doesn't have to be hard. There is a different business model. Life doesn't have to be hard. You don't need to hustle your way to success. There is a different way. Yes, it took me 20 years to figure this out. There is a different way. And what is that different way? It all starts with you trusting yourself. It all starts with you understanding who the fuck you are and why you are the best. And there's nobody else like you or ever will be. It all starts with you seeing at least a little bit that that's possible for you. And then there is some strategy behind it. But the strategy won't work until, until you put your mindset in place, until you allow your body, your mind, and your soul to start deconditioning and healing from the things that you were programmed since you were a child to believe. Yeah, I'm about to ask you some questions about that specifically really quick, but it sounds like what you're saying is the way really starts with us and figuring out what your way is before you just go on and start kind of copying and pasting all these things in your own business. Uh, but real quick, you're talking about, you know, the mindset and, you know, this, you know, um, making sure that inside you got that you're, you're on point and all of that. So what are some of the personal tools, techniques, or um, routines, if we can say, uh, that you have in your life today that you use to help you. So we, so we know that you're going on a plant medicine journey here coming soon, but currently what have you done? Um, and what are you currently doing to really help you stay on top of your game when it comes to these, the inner game of business? So you know how a lot of people have to-do lists, right? I have a spiritual um, journey that I go on every single day. So when I wake up in the morning, the second that I open my eyes, uh, it's meditation time. No matter what's happening. I mean, unless there's some dire emergency, I, I'm not available to the world. Same exact way. I literally lock my phone up in the morning. Mm -hmm. yeah. I meditate. It's a guided meditation for 10 minutes. It's, it's intention and a little bit of breathing. Of, and it's all about flow and ease because it's very easy to get into how, what, oh my God, meeting up. No, like I start off my day with, I breathe life into my body. I am here to help other people heal. When other people step into my energy, they will immediately feel better because I'm doing this work, right? So notice how it's not really about me because if I start my day with me, 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 I got to do this. I got to go there. I got it's not, it's not about me. My intention is that it's bigger than me. My intention is that it's, that I become a channel, that I become a vessel because imposter syndrome only happens when it's about you. How do you mm, compare yes. to others, right? When you don't compare yourself to others and you say, how can I show up today? So another person that doesn't have the courage to speak yet, to comment on my post or to say anything to me, how could I show up? to give that person confidence to maybe do something different. That's the intention part that I start my day with, right? The next thing that I that I do is I literally 
and it's going to sound silly to some people. I give myself a hug, like literally just give myself a hug. I touch my face and I tell myself how much I love and appreciate myself before I get out of bed. Yeah, it's actually proven that when you hug yourself like that, you release the same chemicals that you release when you get hugged by somebody like when you feel safe with somebody. So, yeah, it's a real thing. And a lot of times I'll, I'll write gratitude things, but you know, I used to force it before. So it was like a checklist. I'm grateful, blah, blah, blah. Oh blah, yeah. I got it. you. Where now it's more like if it comes to me in the morning, I'll do it, but I'll do it throughout the day. Like I'll just notice things because I'm so like, again, I t- try to take myself out as much as I can. So I'm so like the birds are singing. It's not that cold anymore. I'm like so grateful that I was able to hear that because you know what? Someone that's deaf, We'll never hear that. And I know we don't put that into perspective, but like yeah. how lucky am I that I just, this creature that no one created, that's literally created by the source, was just singing. And it was meant for me at that moment to hear. Yep, and right? I gotta hear that, yeah. Right? Or like I'll pass by a tree and I literally won't even care anymore. I'll give a tree a hug because this tree is giving us oxygen, right? So if I can connect to nature and it's really hard when it's cold, right? But like during the summer, I do all these things all the time, right? The less it's me, 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 the easier it actually gets. Mm, I like that. Like, yeah, I, I used like to. That. I used to also do breath work during the day, like a Wim Hof, like heavy breathing in and out to center me. I don't do that right now because I don't need it, but it's a tool in my toolbox that I highly recommend to use in case you go into into this, you know, sometimes we get thrown off. Some, you know, an emergency happens. You know, somebody can get into a car crash. Like things sometimes happen that are like big and heavy and there was no preparation. Like it just, boom. Like, what do you do? How do you center yourself like immediately instead of going down the spiral? Yeah, loop, I agree. Right? Yeah, it's proven that we just perform better when you're more like, well, one thing is, is being under pressure does cause a lot of people to, accessibilities they didn't think they had but when you're not under pressure and you feel calm and you feel at ease you will perform 10 times better i mean you'll perform better 10 times out of 10 compared to somebody under pressure but there's something that i don't want to miss here um before we started before we you know press the record button you mentioned a phrase talking about the next level of manifestation which i am you know i i I love that kind of uh i just love this entire area right so what did you mean by the next level of manifestation what is that and you also said manifestation is not a goal so can you elaborate on what you meant by all of that sure so after studying the law of attraction and different uh essence because law of attraction has a lot of different roots and a lot of different theologies and religions and practices right mainstream teaches us things that are incomplete because it's it's meant to appeal to a lot of people with different levels of understanding. It's broken down to, you know, set up a goal, what what you want, right? And uh, set the intention, take aligned action and walk away, right? That That's essentially the process to manifesting, right? The missing pieces here are this. A lot of people think manifestation is feminine, right? It's woo-woo, it's feminine energy. Manifestation is actually masculine energy. The reason why it's masculine energy, because it's a process of co-creation. You plant the seed, you work along with the universe, you take action, which is masculine, right? And you co-create something into a physical form. That is masculine energy, but that is not the end goal. And the reason why most, uh, you don't hear a lot of mainstream people talking about it, because the next level is uh, more advanced. It's very natural to women, which is really interesting to me why no women are teaching this. I teach a lot about this in my work as it pertains not only to business, but to your life. So if you look at the next level, which is the feminine level, let me throw out some words first. So words like flow, words like ease, words like beauty, words like grace. When we think, if we feel into it, not think about it, right? Words have a certain feeling to them. Right, if we feel into those words, all of those things represent what we really want, right? Because a lot of times, why do you want the money? Because I want to feel at ease. Why do you want that? Because I want my life to be more beautiful, right? So those are the things that you really want. It's not the six figures or it's not that you want to feel safe. You want to feel seen. You want to feel 
honored. You want to feel like you're good enough. You want to feel accepted, right? Those are heavier than, than the other words that, that I use, right? Because those are the things that most of us are taught in childhood that we're not. If you don't do this, then if you want to be loved, get good grades, right? If you want to have the respect of your peers, study hard. And sometimes you, you just can't, right? Because maybe school is not your thing. But sometimes a lot of parents are like, for me, it was I always had to be quiet. If you're a good, quiet little girl, mm. then, then you get loved. I was very quiet. Very, I never, I barely spoke when I was a child. I was very respectful. I did everything as I should just to gain my parents' love. And as I get, and as I got older, I realized that I have so much to say, but I was afraid to speak. Mm. So the next level is understanding that you're a, let's talk about a rose, right? You're a rosebud, right? You're a seed. The next level of manifestation is something working through you. So what do I mean by that? So how can you become the channel? How can you become the safe space for others? Because, you know, we all hear, just give everything away, right? Just do things for other people and good will come to you, right? And then yep. you're like, but I want to make seven figures. And then you like, end up giving everything away and you're broke. <laughs> yeah. so Here's how you do it. The next level is this. You realize that you are the channel. You are here on this earth for a reason. It's As not just channel. to acquire money. The more money that you make, the more people you will help. It's your responsibility to make as much money as possible. Not by chasing it, but to understanding that you're the channel, right? So a rosebud is not like, doesn't like a rose is not manifesting by us sitting over the rose and saying, okay, so I have the seed. Now I just have to like watch over it so it can bloom, right? I have to let go, but I'm watching it because like, how do I make it bloom? What do I do? Do I plant it in a different environment? Do I move it closer to, to sunshine? That's manifesting. That's creating conditions and using force of your power, which you have to manifest something. The next level is different. It's trusting. It's knowing that the rose will come from the rosebud. Sometimes the environment won't be great. Sometimes the conditions won't support the growth. Sometimes it will look like the flower is not growing. But anybody that has ever grown flowers would know that the flower blooms somehow it just happens because it's happening through the flower, right? So if you understand that, even though it's hard, it's a very advanced concept because once you understand your power, that's when you could really understand how this can happen for you in your business and in your life. So as an example, you cannot grow on barren land. We hear that all the time, right? You cannot, you cannot pour into something where, where it's dead, right? But we pour so much of our energy into soil that's dead, into relationships that don't deserve our time, into clients that drain us. But guess what? It's not our clients' faults if they're draining us. It's because we didn't set up the boundaries. So if you want to be the channel and you want to make as much money as possible so you can honestly help as many people as possible, right? Because something happens at a certain level where it's not about the money anymore. And most people can't relate to that because they haven't been to this level. And I'm sharing this with you, not because I'm gloating or, or whatever. I've been at that level where it wasn't about the money anymore. It's the most beautiful place to be because you're no longer running survive with your business right. and making decisions right. from that space yeah but you know what you have to allow that before you get to that level that's how you speed up what you want right so like i personally took a 1.5 million dollar loss right most people don't have them savings in their lifetime so instead of crying about it and i've done enough crying about it right instead of crying about it and whining about it and being upset about it or how could this person do this to me it was my business partner blah 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 i am in, in a space of like i know how to make money other people know how to make money too it's within us the seed is within you but the tree you think you're trying to grow the tree the business or the relationship or that child, or whatever you think that once you get that, the tree will blossom. But you know what? Anybody that has ever been in a position to grow anything, to farm anything, right? If you ever grew a tree or planted anything, 
you know that it's not the tree that you want. You want the fruit and you want to bite into that apple that you grew and be like, oh my God, this is the most amazing apple. It's more than you want the fulfillment. You want the other piece. That's what you really want, right? So to speed up your manifestation, to go to that next level, you have to understand that the seed that's already inside of you needs to be harnessed. If you do that as a strategy first, it's almost impossible for you to fail because whatever you're going to fail, it will just bring you closer to blooming, even though there's no evidence, even though it doesn't make sense, even though it just, it just logically, like, what were the chances of me having a full recovery in my body? Zero. Not one doctor said, yeah, you know, you could try some herbs. No, like you need yeah. to immediately go on these medications. You're going to get worse. You can turn terminal. You're already like your body's shutting down. There was evidence of that. But there was like 1% of me that was like, I just believe that there's something different. I don't know what it is. And I know it sounds crazy. And I know that every entrepreneur that hasn't given up has that. They just believe that it's crazy. It's not working or it's not working quick enough. Or I just don't know how to go to the next level. But there's just something inside of me that's like, oh, my God, we're going to make it so fucking big. It's going to be so amazing. There's so many people we're going to help. And we shut that down because there's no evidence of that. And we just want someone to fix it. Yeah. You can fix it. There's an easier way. You can fix it. I love if that it, so If much. you take anything away from this discussion, listen to that voice. It's a whisper right now. It's so little that sometimes we don't even hear it because we're so busy, right? But the more you listen, the louder it's going to get and the more direction you'll get. There's no coach consultant on this planet that can give you that. They can give you the other tools. Yes, there's ways to grow trees, right? If somebody is a professional farmer, they can help you grow your many trees quicker, right? So that's why we hire coaches and consultants. Absolutely. There are people that have done, uh, you know, certain type of work and they're different and they're unique and we gravitate toward them. Yes. But without this piece, the trust, the mindset and the, and the innate wisdom that's inside of you, that's why it's not working quick enough. That's why the manifestations seem like they never come to fruition. And these are the kind of conversations that need to be happening in boardrooms way more often. So I love that so much. So as we close this out, I can imagine some of our listeners are going to want to follow you and get inside of your world. So before, first and foremost, before we um, give them your social media and all of that, you're actually saying that you have a gift for them. What is What exactly is that gift? So one of the things that I mentioned is there's two ways to grow a business. It's either you work with customers that you already have, right? And give them something more value and charge higher prices, or you bring on more customers. The hustle is constantly bringing in more people. I'd like to enroll you in a vision of a seven-figure entrepreneur. Me, take my experience, my, my wisdom. Raise your prices two to three times, four times. And I know it sounds like, oh my God, no one's buying that. That's not happening, not for me, not in my market. I've done it in every single market. Here's what you do. There's different markets, there's luxury markets, there's things more than meet the eye than what you see in the coaching industry. I wanna give you a free gift. It's an ebook. It's not a 50 page book that's gonna give you a useless information on how wonderful I am and why you should join my programs. Yes, I'm wonderful. Yes, absolutely. But it's going to give you specific, here's the three things that, that you need to, to make the shift. Because it's a shift. It's, it's, and it's immediate. Remember, success doesn't take time. It takes courage. It takes courage to do it a little different. And to trust that maybe there's a different way that you're not seeing right now. Right? That's really what it is. Go download this book to see how it's going to shift you. It's Polina. The, the, the link is... Polina, P-O-L-I-N-A-G-R-O, grow.com. After you download I'll put the book. That in, I'll put that in the show notes. After you download the book, you may be like, okay, I got it. This, this, this kind of makes sense. Now what? Now I'm not going to sell you anything. And you're like, what? But you just said you need to make as much money as possible. I do not coerce, convince bring on people because I convince them how wonderful I am and what I've done. And now you must come to me. No. And I implore you to do the same thing. I trust that if I'm the person that's meant to guide you out of your darkness, that 
you will make that decision, not me, by, by telling you that there's something wrong with you. Absolutely. It's a training that comes after the, the book. It's completely free. It's going to break down much deeper. You could take that and go use it. Go implement it. Don't just watch it and be like, mm, that's nice. That's powerful. But I'm still nowhere. Use it. If you watch the training and it speaks to you and you feel that you want to dive deeper, DM me. There's no sales page. There's no there's no 50 page application. We're going to have a human conversation. Yes, there we go. Yeah. We're going to have a conversation and I'm going to ask you some uncomfortable questions. And if you have the bravery to answer those questions, only then will we jump on a call and see if I'm the person to support you. And you know what? I may not be the person to support. Exactly. Maybe yeah. I am not the person that you need. I have a lot of people on my Rolodex. I will be in integrity and recommend another person that I believe can help you better than me if that's the case. Absolutely. But for the most part, the training alone on its own is fucking brilliant. If I do say so myself, use it, please use it. Okay, use great. It and, and come back and be like, oh my God, I just downloaded this stupid thing, which I thought I promised myself no more downloads, right? <laughs> and, now, and now I try this thing and like, yeah, there are different markets. Yeah, there is an easier way. Yeah, this is why I'm struggling and I'm going to take these steps because you're one decision away, one decision away from making everything different for you. Ah, oh, I love it. And that decision can start with you clicking that link in the show notes. And if they want to follow you on social media, where can they find you on social media? You can find me on Facebook on the Polina Groman. And Adrian will drop that link later on. Yeah, you can I'll find drop me that on, link as well. You can find me on Instagram under the same thing. I am doing something really unique that I haven't done for a long time. I am running a workshop next week. Adrian will be one of the speakers at this workshop. It's small. It's intimate. It's not meant for the masses. It's meant for the people that are making it 8 to 10K in their business. They're working really, really hard. And they're at this point of like, how do I scale this thing? I'm working way too hard. What is there an easier way? Yes, there is an easier way. There is a different model that no one is teaching. I didn't invent this because I woke up in the middle of the night and said, let me just invent a new thing. It took me 20 years to really play with this and perfect it and implement it. I want to share it with you. There's no strings attached. There's no like bait and switch. Come to this event. See if, if you could learn anything. If after the event, you feel that, that there is an opportunity for us to go deeper. There will be an opportunity. I'll make you an offer. You're not obligated to anything besides showing up for yourself. I Reach love it. And, they, and they, can get, they can get access to that. It's starting next week. And, they, and I believe that starts February 28th for the yep. listeners. So if you're listening and it's before the February 28th, reach out to her um, on social media and they just DM you about that or how exactly do they? Yep. All you got to do is go to polinagroman.com either on Facebook or on Instagram. I will send you a link. I'm not publicly promoting it. Like I said, it's not for the masses. I want to bring in a small group because that's the best way how I teach people. So instead of having hundreds of people there, it's going to be a school group. It's going to be intimate. And there's going to be a few interesting people that I will bring on that I personally worked with or know that are in integrity, that are doing things very different. Adrian is one of them. There will be a woman that had a phenomenal real estate career and she decided to drop everything and travel the world. And now she became a purpose coach and helps people tap into their power. Ah, and there was no evidence of that succeeding for her. And she went through a heartbreak and she will share her story. I will bring different people in to show you that there is a different way. There is an easier way that mainstream is not teaching you. If you're tired of playing in the same space that everyone is playing with and being another mindset coach, business coach, health coach, or anything else that you bring to the table, and if you want to be in a category of your own, I want to show you how to do that. Yes, and, and let me just say, guys, Polina is very great at doing that. Just knowing her, it's, I've already gotten amazing, amazing uh, value from her. So with all that being said, definitely jump on all of those opportunities. And one last thing, Polina, if you had 60 seconds left, just one minute left in the entire universe in this physical body, right? What would your message be before you left to the whole world? Love yourself like your life depends on it. 